Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 306 DGS if you're listening on 1120 AM and you're anywhere pretty much in St. Louis. I mean, if you're between the Mississippi and the Missouri, anywhere near Highway 40, 44 Corridor, you can tune in to 98.7 FM. It sounds better. Uh, Odyssey.com sounds fantastic. All you have to do is download that on your uh, phone, and uh, you can hook that up when you get in your car, and it comes right on and at home, and it just it sounds absolutely perfect. Uh, so there. Um, 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 Stairway to Kevin. Let's do more music. I've had a bunch of music things pop up lately we've talked about. Um, you know, voice using voice tracking and, you know, the the choice of like the music that bands choose to play at shows like we I mean, well, play your biggest hits because your fans are there. Um, this is this is what I love uh, or this this kind of topic is what I love. And I ran across it on Twitter. Uh, the Pessimist Archive is one of my favorite things because they always go back and talk about how people panicked in history about various things. And it turns out now we look at them and it's like, <laughs> come on. Well, the one I saw this week was. A story it was a newspaper article that people weren't doing enough. Cities weren't doing enough to quote curb the evil of jazz music. <laughs> <laughs> that it was ruined, and they were they were quoting other types of musicians, you know, big band leaders and uh, classical musicians and dance instructors, and how terrible jazz is, and it was evil. And I, you know, you always think about the progression, right? Like at one point, Elvis was super controversial, and you look now, and you're like, why? Like you, you just you grow past it. So the things that we people see now that would be controversial, or even within the last 15, 20 years, like if you go back to Elvis's time, nobody would have ever imagined Marilyn Manson or Eminem, you know, or somebody that would be like them. That's just so over the top. What's it gonna take thirty years from now to make people? have that same reaction or are they just going to have it to anything that's new regardless of which way it goes? Yeah. You can only be so bad before you're a criminal, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I we mean, went through that phase a bit too, you know, in, in music, like where yeah. that was kind of cred, right? Like having that kind of tough gangster background was like credibility. I think we've kind of come through that, but there was a period of time where that was a thing. Yeah. You go back and you watch like the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. Yeah. And it's the most, poppy <laughs> happy they're wearing suits yeah. and their hair short and my dad died in 2002 believing that paul mccartney was a woman <laughs> because of how long his hair was you could not dissuade him of that yeah yeah too pretty his hair's too long that's a lady um <laughs> yeah and now you look at it and you're like wow how wholesome 
And I always, I, I personally love this because the, a lot of the music I've listened to kind of falls in that category, right? When I was in grade school, all of the teachers were very mad at us for listening to Motley Crue because it was Shout of the Devil. Well, when was it that uh, Tipper Gore? Oh, it was it was in the 80s. Yeah. 80s and, and like late 80s, early 90s where... Put parental guidance stickers on CDs. And to a degree, I thought that was, a, I mean, I, at the time I was a re- rebellious teenager. I'm like, you don't have to do that. I get that now. We label movies. We do that. I mean, it's fine. But the overall, the overarching, like, remember all of the, the lawsuits, like people were suing Judas Priest because their son committed suicide listening yeah. to one of their songs. Like we've always had this scare about music, I think maybe even more than most other mediums. Nobody blamed movie makers yeah. for any of those things. They did blame video games and music because those are things that progress and do different. Yeah. They, they kind of, they, they, what's the right word? They evolve differently. And in many branches, and I think that change clearly scares us, right? Um, I, I forget who it was, but there was somebody a long time, a famous writer a long time ago that basically said there's nothing that strikes fear in someone more than new words that they have to learn about something. Um, and I think we see that a lot, and, and new images, new visuals. Remember how controversial Lady Gaga was? When she was first, like, she was crazy and doing weird stuff on Jimmy Kimmel's show. Or whatever. And now it's just like, oh, she's a movie star. And mm-hmm. like, like, Ice Cube was a gangster rapper. And now he's the TV guy. He does commercials and he's, a, you know, an ice tea. Had and a song called Cop Killer. And now he plays a cop on TV for the last 20 years. Probably the combination of uh, music is typically uh, creatives who are typically a little bit out there, a little bit crazy, and uh, fueled by that creativity, and then it's so powerful yeah, that yeah. your teenagers are idolizing this person who looks really weird to you, and I'm sure that jazz was subversive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're drinking different alcohol. They're smoking marijuana. Yeah. The, have you been to the place? It's, you know, so... Oh, there's less structure, and... Yeah. You know, and it was also, and I do think this is a big part of the pushback, too, is... Modern music, and I mean going back to where things started to branch out from classical and things like that, is less structured. Okay, what about, there's no there's no regimen to it. Take the discussion this way. So we just did a whole thing <clears throat> with this uh, minister, uh, megachurch guy, who analogized how passionate Muslims were for strapping bombs to their chest and giving up their life, and Christians should should be more passionate. And uh, Minister Jake called and said, no, you're taking it out of context. And then non-Minister Jack called and said, no, the guy's a whack job. Um, What about – gosh, I lost my train of thought. It was a good one. (laughs) Give me a second. Is it about jazz? Well, I mean, it was about the music thing that we're talking about tied into those two things. How it's always – you know, the the new is always shocking to the establishment, essentially. It'll come back. Yeah. Your brain fart. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> It'll come back. <laughs> but it is it, what I don't understand is why, as human species, we can't. We don't, I'm not saying we should all like immediately gravitate towards the things that we don't like. You know, like our our kids' music is not for us; it's for them. My music was not for my parents; it was for me. And why can't we, as thinking beings, realize that that's what's going on and just stop playing the game. I know what it was. <clears throat> it's when you said, or, hey, look, someone in that audience could take that seriously. Yeah. I think that's the worry of every generation, that if Phoebe were listening to rap music and I thought it was really demeaning to women or violent or, you know, she's going to go out and commit crime so she has street cred, 
uh, which she does listen to that. And I've always just felt like, you know what? I think I've raised my daughter pretty well. I think she can handle music. I think she can uh, uh, listen to her favorite rap artist and not go out and live that lifestyle. I'm going to trust her a little bit on this one. And if I see some signs like, you know, she's then I'll I'll insert myself. But I had enough sense to get through all of the movies and all of the video games and all of the uh, bands who I was into. I, I, I probably dressed stupidly trying to look <laughs> like them. Yeah. But that's about as far as I went. And so whether it's ministers or it's bands, uh, maybe we should all have a little more trust that people can handle themselves. Am I being no, am that's I talking a great about point. both sides of my mouth now? No, no. That's a great point. I think you just mo- so you have to monitor extremes, right? Because look, there there is music that is more dangerous than other things, but it's not because of how it sounds or how they look. It's more of the messaging. Well, so there's I, I've recommended this movie many times. It's called A Glitch in the Matrix, and it's about the whole simulation theory. But the through line of the movie, which I had forgotten, I I rewatched it again last week. I had forgotten this. The through line of the whole movie is this guy who's in jail for murdering both of his parents because he got so into the Matrix movies. And he started dressing like Neo, and he started really identifying with that. And he started believing that not only are we living in a, in a simulation, we're living in that simulation. And he ended up killing his mom and dad with a shotgun. And, and, he, and the guy's very intelligent, and he's in prison for the rest of his life. And he tells the story very uh, articulately, but quite dispassionately. And, and he gets to the end, he's like, yeah, like I watched my mom's face disappear through the back of her head, and I realized in that moment, I'm wrong. It's not a simulation. This is real. And I just killed my parents. And at that moment, <clears throat> one of his dad's friends called and he answered the phone. And he's like, hey, is Bob there? And he's like, yeah, Bob's going to have to call you back and hung up the phone. And uh, then his sister called. Hey, I can't get a hold of mom and dad. It, it, anyway, my point is that this guy learned. This guy got swept up in a movie and a, a look and a lifestyle and the whole long black leather jacket and stuff, and ended up killing his parents. And he's obviously, there's something wrong with him, but when you hear him speak, you'd never think there's something wrong with him. He's a completely intelligent, cogent person. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's been true for Which a lot of serial killers, right? Which goes against what I just right? said. Like, hey, don't worry about it. I'm sure that kid, your son who's so into the Matrix and wearing the black leather long coat, he's fine, and then they're dead the next day. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously, it's a very small percentage of people, and it is directly linked to some kind of mental illness, right? I mean, because if you I'm listen, sure. if you listen to Ill, you listen to interviews with guys like Ted Bundy, they seem charming and funny and smart, but they're out there murdering people. I don't think that comes from the outside influences. I think that's part of how your brain is, or part of how you're, you know, combination of nature and nurture, right? Combination of genetically how your brain is wired, but also the things that happen to you yeah. when you're when you're young, and that's part of the problem, right? Where you're talking about this type of influence is you don't know something is going to be there. But, and then there's also a, like a giant gap bridging this music with a preacher thing between listening to someone sing a song who's supposed to be entertaining versus someone who is supposedly speaking the word of God. Is Taylor Swift pretty poly purebred with her songs and lyrics and such? Mm, She's 
getting a little more saucy as she gets older. PG-13? Yeah. Like, she uses curse words and alludes oh. to sexuality every once in a while. Because I, I just think, like, she's the biggest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. Almost literally. Her own little economy. And she's not, she's not out there, like, dragging people into the bad side of life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, relatively speaking, she's pretty straight-laced. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's interesting to me that she's the biggest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. That is, a, yeah, a really good point. I mean, and that's, they've always kind of been both, right? I think so. Like the mainstream huge success versus the cutting, the more edgy, whether it's comics, whether it's music, mm-hmm. whether, whatever, regardless, there's always been both, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's true. Like Bob Saget was famously the dirtiest comedian in yeah. the world and ended up playing the dad on Full House. That people who are absolutely like, oh my god, they're demons, and they make in, and they end up being on like a sitcom, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then it makes you wonder, like, oh, is that whole thing an act? Just you know, whole dressing up, putting stuff on your face, and <laughs> three twenty-four DGS, bottom of the hour, Dave Murray, and headlines, uh, top of the hour, four p.m. We have uh, Chris Cuomo. Sorry, say Mario Cuomo, who is his father, who is dead. That would be quite a get. And uh, <laughs> Cardinal Baseball, the pregame's at 445, game at 545. I just have some random things here for you. We get this uh, show prep every single day, gives us some ideas, you know, here's some weird stories. And this one uh, got me thinking, it says, rat encounter leaves man shrieking like a girl. And then inside it, it says it again, he shrieked like a girl, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it really, I'm not trying to be all woke here. But there's no such thing as shrieking like a girl. There's only shrieking. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I've shrieked, mm-hmm. and it probably sounded similar to a girl because we all shriek alike. Yeah. Shrieking shrie- is higher pitch. shrieking. Shrieking yeah. is a very specific, like, you don't go, oh, that's not a shriek. <laughs> right. That's not how you know. shriek like a boy. I had to have shrieked at some point. I've shrieked. Oh, not you. I don't think I have. Oh, my God. I feel like I don't really shriek. And I'm a girl. My wife, I don't. I've never heard my wife shriek. I shriek. I've heard her. Andrew's gasp. a shrieker for sure. Yeah, yeah he is. Oh, dude, you just walk in, walk into the office too quickly, and he's like, ah. See, I'm like you a, just shrieked. Okay, I'm like an old time. I'm like a old timey housewife. Like I see a mouse or a a, a spider, and I shriek. I'm like, Eek! he's bringing it. Be- he's not being very woke. No, no. Andrew. I realized that when I said housewife, I was like, uh oh, now I've gone and done it. <laughs> A Florida pastor was uh, caught up in a Home Depot theft ring. He was selling stolen equipment on eBay under the name Anointed Liquidator. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're telling on yourself. <laughs> great. That sounds like a really bad superhero. A woman in Florida, get this, a woman in Florida killed her 79-year-old roommate and then allegedly doused herself in Diet Mountain Dew in an attempt to erase DNA evidence. Mm. That's a Hoosier murder right there. Probably yeah. just Coke instead. Coke is probably better. No, right? McDonald's Sprite. Yeah. <laughs> Sprite. That's the way to go. That'll, burn, that'll burn the flesh burn. right off you. There are all those, all those like, get rid of uh, it's like, she's evidently using McDonald's Sprite, sir. Like, well, let's get out of here. There are all <laughs> those, no like, how you can clean with products at home, and apparently Coke does clean stuff. Speaking of simulations, here's absolute proof from living in one. Tan mom, remember her? Yes. Oh. Is uh, running for Senate in Florida and has a good chance of winning. What? For, for the mom. Senate? That's what it says. The state Senate? It doesn't say. Yeah, it's got to be. One of these days, I'm going to read that Gary Coleman's ghost is leading a, a, a group of Panthers against Canada. Like, I don't know what it's going <laughs> to take for me to finally go, oh, it's a simulation. <laughs> she is running for the United States Senate. Thank God. 
And she has a good chance of winning? You know what? Put her in. Yeah. Why not? She has a good chance at winning? She's going to be like, I think we should let more kids tan. (laughs) (laughs) What do you guys think about the Bradley Cooper in the Jew face thing? uh, Playing uh, Leonard Bernstein? I think it's a, if you look at the pictures, it paints a fair criticism, I think. I mean, I've seen the the side by side, and I think Bradley Cooper's fake nose is bigger mm-hmm. than Leonard Bernstein's actual nose. Yeah, exactly. That's, I think, <clears throat> I, that that's where, like, the root of it is, is that he's playing a very famous Jewish man, Leonard Bernstein, and then the fact that the fake prosthetic <laughs> nose, which would have gone through him as the writer and director of the film as yeah. well as the star. Evidently, the the family's like, leave him alone. Yeah, the We're family's fine, fine with, with this. it. We yeah. love this movie. Yeah. Quit trying to cancel him. Does that, I mean... It matters to me. Yeah, I think it does to me too, but I'm and just I'm curious, like, overall, does a family member of someone in that scenario, does, the, does that get anyone off the hook for any of these types of things? Also, Sandra Bullock, people are, are non-ironically calling for her to return her Oscar she won. Well, I was oh my joking God. when I said yeah, that yesterday. For the blind side. <laughs> she she didn't do, do anything. Plus, the family is saying this isn't true. Yeah, Chris Cuomo's on at four, and he has been speaking to the attorney for the family who says that the football player was trying to uh, hold them up for $15 million. I said, I'll plant a bad story about you. Now, that could be made up. They could be making that up. Who knows? But leave Sandy out of it. Can we go back to the Bradley Cooper thing for one second? If anyone cares about my two cents, I think non-Jewish people should be able to play Jewish people. But I think once you're doing like a prosthetic, maybe just get someone else to do the role like if if you feel the need to change your face maybe you don't have the right face mm. that's the part that's ick yeah. and weird to me is like we'll just make his nose really big like ugh, that's odd man i remember the first time i heard this just what is happening right now just like what good, is going on in the world that's pretty good wasn't it just so cool this one was pretty at the time oh yeah People are like, they'll AC, take you DC. to hell. They'll like, Antichrist, devil's children. That's you better what it means. believe it, man. Yeah. Not about the electricity Can I tell you, or anything. When I was really super religious, some of the guys from my band came over and I had a Stray Cats album and I hid it because I was afraid that they would think I was like a devil worshiper or something because like, we only listen to Christian music. <laughs> Stray Cats. <laughs> What's uh, the most popular song by Stray Cats? Gonna rock that down. Oh. Straight cat strut, right? Yeah, straight cat strut. (laughs) He'll take you straight to hell, Rich. (laughs) Dangerous. Dave, did you ever get into anything a little darker when you were young? Um, Kind of like Rob Zombie at times. Yes! Wow. My man! There you go. (laughs) Let's go! (laughs) Jeez. Didn't expect that, did you? No. <laughs> when are we going to a show? That's what I want to know, Dave Murray. Dave Murray's in your you pick, you pick the time and place. You pick the date where the weather's going to be good. Let's go. <laughs> All right. God, I would love that. We're doing it. I'm not even kidding. I'll Next time you. Rob Zombie is either where Dave's is or where I'm at, we're we're doing we're this. Going. Dave, we're talking about this earlier. Did your parents, was there anything that you did or your brother that your parents were like, I can't believe the two of you are involved with this? <laughs> no, no. Other than what I wanted to do for a living, which was weather. <laughs> yeah, what did they have to say about that? <laughs> they were, they were, they had no idea. Uh, yeah, my dad was in business, my brothers in business, and this is what I wanted to do since like fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And all they did, which is all they needed to do, is to give me a hundred percent support. Go for it, go for it. Oh, they and did it, that. Yeah, they That's absolutely nice. encouraged me to do it. In fact. 
the the last time my dad visited our home in St. Louis, uh, because once he got into his 90s, he couldn't travel anymore. We had to go to see him. But he's sitting in the kitchen watching the news. And Janice is there. Our son is there. And he just starts laughing. And uh, Janice goes, what are you laughing? He, he's up watching me. Mm-hmm. What are you laughing about? He goes, I, after all these years, I still can't believe they're paying him that kind of money to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that means you won, Dave. Yeah. That's, that's right. Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, so, I mean, it's gorgeous out there. How it's long is it going to stay gorgeous? It just, it's just spectacular. It, uh, we have another little cool front coming through tomorrow. It's a dry front, 62 today. I think it will be a little bit warmer ahead of that front tomorrow afternoon. But we're still talking 88 degrees for the high on Thursday. Northwest flow back in place Thursday night, 59 for the low Friday. Sunny and very pleasant, 82 for the high on Friday. It starts to creep back a little bit on Saturday, but I think Saturday is still a great day. Partly sunny, moderate humidity at best, 89.90 for the high Saturday, 70 for the overnight low Saturday night. So it starts to warm up. Humidity starts to creep up. And on Sunday, partly sunny. The morning is okay on Sunday, but it's hot and humid in the afternoon with a high near 95. And I think that will continue at least Monday and Tuesday of next week. Also, tropical storm Hillary has formed off the western coast of Mexico. We were talking about this formation yesterday, and it will most likely move into the desert southwest and southern California come early next week. That's one of the reasons our heat is making a comeback. Okay, very good. Headlines, Rach? Headlines is brought to you by Schnucks. Download the Schnucks Rewards app and earn 2% back on every purchase. So they're thinking that damaged power lines may have sparked the Maui wildfires. Security video from a bird sanctuary show a sudden flash in the woods the night of August 7th, right before the power went out. By the time the camera regained power the following morning, smoke was pouring out of the woods. And experts say it's likely a tree fell onto the power line and started the fire. What do you guys think? Forget about not knowing the law. Just playground justice do you think that the power company should be liable for the damages lawsuits already filed yeah i mean what would what do you think how's it hit yeah i i you know what in this day and age when we are so aware of how many fires start by power lines and how many other problems occur i think this uh, this country's got to come to terms burying these lines everywhere everywhere and if you know, and if they they are able to rebuild Lahaina, and that's a big question right now. All those lines need to go down. Hmm. It, some of it depends on like the level of quality of those lines and the top and the poles, right? Like if it was clearly oh, sure. if it was clearly in disrepair and it was not being fixed, well, then yeah, you're definitely liable. The Missouri Supreme Court has upheld a state law that can send parents to jail if their child misses too much school. The law had been challenged by two mothers who were charged after their children each missed 15 days of school. They argued that the law uh, was too vague. The law said that children attend school, quote, on a regular basis. So they said that was too vague. The court ruled that the parents received proper notice and knowingly failed to cause their child to attend school. Hmm. 
The average age of the first-time home buyer in the United States has hit a record high. Most Americans are waiting until their mid-30s before buying their first home. The average age is now 36. That's the highest on record and a three-year increase from 2021, where the average age was 33. Hmm. Well, that, hmm. that, that seems but, to be the comment well, today. Yeah. Hmm. The, that oh, one, that's a thinker. That one's interesting because the trend is clearly things that used to be done in your early 20s or mid-20s yeah. or late. Like every every 10 years, it seems like they're all getting pushed back later. They're citing high housing costs and rising interest rates yeah. as the reason why people are waiting longer. Good reasons to wait, too. Let's see here. It's Professor Manning now. Did you guys see that Peyton Manning has gone from quarterback to professor? He will uh, be at the University of Tennessee this fall to teach in the communications department. He will be known as a professor of practice because of his real-world media experience. Uh, So he will be an in-person expert in classes running the gamut from public speaking to sports reporting to leadership, and he's taking a $0 salary. That's cool. Yeah, that's really. Cool. I like that part. Like yeah. you want to teach and you want to help people. I, I'm not sure the person on the other end of a microphone is the one teaching, like reporting, for example. Yeah, but he certainly would have insight about what works and what doesn't. Being the one well, answering questions. He started Omaha Productions in 2020, which produces sports themed shows, and he's been in a bunch of commercials. He's done TV cam- oh, he cameos. Oh, he knows what he's talking he's about. Oh, he's programs. phenomenal on TV. I don't. Do you ever? You guys ever watch the Manning cast? For Monday Night oh, Football. Yeah. It is it. by far the I best way it. to watch football. Nick and I were talking about this the other night, uh, watching television. And it was the night uh, t- Tommy Ackerman was doing the the play-by-play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're cutting up and having fun. And I was saying, is there in it, and I'll ask you this, has there ever been a really funny group that called baseball? Because I know that, you know, like Jack Buck would make the the comment here and there, and Harry Carey was a character. Uh, but is there anything like that? I doubt that any any team would ever hire a team like that. But does anyone do a Manning cast type thing for baseball? No, but they should. They should definitely, like MLB Network should do that, where they have a game of the week or something, and it's just former players sitting on a couch like the Mannings. Yeah. Pick guys with good – I mean, and they've done a little bit of it. I mean, it, it's happened, but not regularly like what they do with, with Peyton and Eli. I'm surprised um, that – But that's the way to go. Well, you know, I, honestly, I mean, I'm I, as a fan of Mike Shannon, I really think that was a big draw to me about his style. Yeah. Is that he was funny Absolutely. as hell. Yeah. And, and by the way, funny in the way that, you know, he brought you the game because you know he yeah. knew the game, but he was also going to add the personality – a team that's like that is two former players that that have been the Giants radio guys for a long or TV guys, sorry, for a long time. Uh, Mike Kruko and Dwayne Kuyper. They're both former players. They're smart asses. They joke around. They they have. They're not comics though. It's not yeah. quite the energy that that it Peyton could, and I have. It could get annoying really quick. Yeah, but it. I I just thought like that would be an interesting addition to. Yeah. You know. I would love it if they did more of it because the pace of the game allows for it. Right. Yeah. One more story here. Duncan is going to release an alcoholic version of its iced coffees and teas. I don't know who asked for this, but it's happening. Uh, the uh, Duncan president, Scott Murphy, says that you can start and end your day with Duncan. <laughs> so the spiced coffee drinks become an original <laughs> caramel. Oh, so, many, so many ways to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he understood the double entendre there. <laughs> Nothing says you're winning at life by dipping a long john into alcohol. Does it? Uh, <laughs> does uh, don't don't those drinks also still have caffeine? 
Uh, yeah, because they're oh, sure. they're spiked coffees and spiked teas, so they'll definitely have caffeine. Tough to end your day with caffeine. Yeah, I used to do that back when I used to go out. I always thought it, I looked very cosmopolitan having like a fragile baby or something at the end of the night. <laughs> you know, so, so dumb. <laughs> I was just so stupid. Uh, okay, thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. All righty. Can I tell you my embarrassing Stop story about this song? <laughs> So uh, we just did an ad for some old bands from my age are coming, and Honeymoon Suite's going to be there. And this was their only, like, real big hit. And in the Dave Glover band, uh, we played this. And I remember, like, in, like, the 2005-06 range, when the band was playing every single weekend, you know, big crowds coming out, I felt really sexy singing this song. (laughs) And in hindsight, I really wasn't. (laughs) And it's just kind of cringy. Did you have moves? No, no, no. I wasn't, like, unbuttoning my shirt or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Just like we played it really well, and I felt yeah. like I sang it well, yeah. and I could play it on guitar, so I just felt like this is my this is my song. Uh, Maybe it is. No, it's not. <laughs> but you weren't pulling moves. I was. I had no moves. Oh, zero moves. I wish you had moves. That would make it better. <laughs> no, <laughs> no moves. <laughs> that's funny. Oh god, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Why do I say these things? I know. I'm like, you could just keep it to yourself. I know, you uh, but it's worth it. It's Tell funny. Tell me about it. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 